You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more about this show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. There you'll find episode guides, as well as additional reading, more exclusive content, tons of great stuff. And never miss an update, an album review, interview, etc. by subscribing to the free newsletter, howtostand.substack.com. You could also become a paying subscriber on Substack, and that means you're supporting an independent creator and become part of a community, howtostand.substack.com. Enjoy the show! Hi everybody, I am so excited about the new AT's album and so excited to share my thoughts and theories with you. This time I'll change up the format a bit from what I normally do for artist-specific episodes, breaking down the past releases that are still relevant with the new stuff. So all in one, I've categorized the parallels I see between past and the current 80s era into about 20 different categories. So let's just dive right into them because there is a lot to cover. Really exciting story developments. The first thing to note is that you can pretty much tell what all of their central themes are through Hanjun's story. Because not only did he get to say, because I'm the captain, and say my name, and basically lead the Pirate King choreography, the way that he's also given extra space, Young gives him space during that pivotal part of the chorus, their choreography and formations are known to have deeper significance. So anyway, besides him being the captain, self-proclaimed captain, you knew you could expect him to be the central character through which to view this whole story because of the teaser video for the new music video, where the guy standing there is a stranger, but takes off his face Scooby-Doo style, and we see Hanjun underneath. So let's take a trip down memory lane and note his most notable past lyrics. He got to deliver the intro for Treasure, talking about everyone chasing after pleasure, going more and more blind in the process. He talked about not going on a mission alone, and that it's time to act, no more questions. In the new songs, he continues to talk about being ready for a new chapter. He says in Sector 1, another chapter 1 before my eyes, are you ready, a dream I feel for the first time. Yet he voices his confusion and frustration with the world around him on Cyberpunk, saying my existence itself is a doubt. The existence itself is doubtful. Life has lost its meaning. Where do we go? Manipulated time. Tell me the truth. He continues to really wax quite poetic about trying to find a purpose and a sense of joy in life again. And he says, harmonious streets where nothing blooms. The clock hand stopped because it lost its meaning future and past consumable feelings, slowly become dull in this controlled reality. The lies billow like smoke, it only spreads even more. Remember, this is a song called Cyberpunk, so it's an interesting way to frame the disappointments and surreality of our digital selves and the woes of the internet. Yet he is determined to find some way, online or not, to spread his message. And in the ring he sings, keep shouting while I'm left here. So while he is left hanging in the music video and just metaphorically in life, might as well keep shouting, proudly being himself. He also says, I can't hang up. Like he can't just mentally check out. He has to face this scary world head on. He struggles to recognize himself on WDIG, Where Did I Go, saying there is no more, my star, it's fading away. In the reflection, my eyes look empty. In my memory, I had different eyes. Where the hell am I? He continues to be like, where can I find the inner spark again? I don't recognize myself anymore, and I don't like it. In New World, when he sings, where are we going? No one knows. 
Just follow me. It is the time. So again, he's saying the time is now. We have to find that way to work together to find that treasure and that inner spark. A host of themes brought up in the past are covered in those lyrics I was just saying. There's the reference to flames lighting up the darkness. That's been consistent. Now I'm talking not just about Hanjun, by the way, but I was just leading with all Hanjun lines to show you how his character plays a huge role here and really summarizes what the rest of the story is about. So let's back it up and talk about more lyrics, not just his. References to flames, a burning fire. Reference to living under the burning lights in Pirate King. Let's get burning now in Hala Hala. No one can touch it like a burning flame. Young and free, brighten ourselves in the dark. One, two, three, let's burn. That's all an answer. Don't put out the fire as if the world is ending. On fireworks, like the light in the sky, we are free on sector one. On cyberpunk, they say, this is a frozen night. Don't want to stay in the dark. This place is full of lies. They talk about white flames spreading in WDID. And in the ring, they reassert their power. We got power. Make a wave. Change the world. I'm a defender. Silence the darkness. Then there's New World where they say, All the little lights. Do it like you're going to turn this place upside down. Another recurring theme they cover in their words. Time. The passage of time monotony and the desire to break out of that monotony. And they reference time travel several times. In their music videos, we see flashbacks, but we also see that in their ruminations, like in the Fever short film. And they worry about losing time to reclaim a sense of passion and purpose. In Gorilla, they say disappearing emotion. Expression is losing the light. Laughter is controlled. Only numbness left. And then on Cyberpunk, only the silence of the lost souls that were taken away. I'm getting numb. There are all these intertwined references to the light trying to make the most of every moment, utilize this time to spread a positive message, and the importance of not going silent. Really share your voice, loudly declare your presence. There are tons of references as well to the desert, where their story started, and towards just charting new territories in general, forging a new path, going to a place far, far away, and leaving their mark every time they create a new world. Back in their debut days, on Treasure, they said, we would be savage, engraving it on the earth. That's kind of what they did. They left their mark. Like an answer, they say, shouting out that the end means the beginning. The desert, with nothing, we started there. In that music video, we also see them back in that desert, and a reflection is seen in a shard of glass. The members return to that desert in fireworks, but by the time this masked figure shows up to catch them, basically, this evil guy, they have up and vanished again. Very to-be-continued story. Again, they elaborate on constantly going back to where it all began. It's a theme like, it's not the destination, it's the journey kind of a thing, I think. In Wonderland, when they said, to the beginning where the end awaits. Now if we look at the new songs, they too reference journeys like previous songs did. New World, that's obvious. In WDID, they reference a tangled, dangerous atmosphere. They also refer to their environment as tangled in fireworks, as they try to fully enter the new world and figure out what to leave behind in the old one. What do they want to return to versus what do they want to leave in the past? Very notable that the outro for Over the Horizon includes the quote, the tears and sweat we shed comes back to a river, and it pulls us to this vast world. 
In the Nissan The Ring, they say people shed tears that become a river. Tears becoming a river is once again a symbol for the catalyst for you to be motivated enough to take the next step. That's how I interpret it. References in Hanjun's lines that we saw in previous releases as well include references to the stars, moon, solar system, as well as dreams and trying to wake up from the dream. Relatedly, there are a ton of references to eyes, raising your eyes, looking at someone in the eyes, staring, gazes, etc. Tears. In Say My Name, Look at My Eyes, Beginning of the End, Open Your Eyes, Wonderland, All Eyes on Me Now, Fireworks, Fix on Eyes on. That was actually part of the video, not the lyrics. Now let's look at the new songs. In Propaganda, Are You Seeing This? Eyes in the Sky. In Cyberpunk, The City Where Darkness Falls, The Empty Eyes Which Hover in Them. The Ring, Don't Be Afraid, Open Your Eyes. In New World, when you open your eyes and face the truth, only then can the world change. Open your eyes, open your mind, people's tears form a river, and in Gorilla. Until everyone opens their eyes, wake up the world, living with the eyes of emotion closed, with both ears covered, with both eyes covered, like a duplicated doll, can't live like this. Relatedly, there are a lot of references to mirrors, reflections, and this alter ego. In the music video story, those are literal characters, they're alter egos. But also just metaphorically, they reference this quite a bit. Attempts to really truly understand who you are, outside of lies, at your core, who are you really? And who are these facades you are projecting on? They actually revealed previously that Say My Name is about this tug of war with masks representing not knowing who their enemies are. And I think their enemies are their fake selves, who they try to be to the rest of the world that isn't true to who they really are when they're not putting up a front. They nod to this in illusion with lyrics like, The view is a lie. Things might be changing in Wonderland when they say the door of truth is opening in front of us. They try to grasp who they have become on WDID, saying, Somebody takes me away where hope has been forgotten. That's how I looked back then. Sector 1, they say swallowed up here, is the deep dark, the lie that changed everything. I'm keeping my eyes open. There's that eye reference again. What is the truth? And then there's the real. That's actually not new, but good way to end this. I know the reality of the truth. I wouldn't admit. Real recognize real. So references to time, trying to chart your own path, go your own way, figure out who you really are, some very deep stuff. They also keep referencing teamwork, that they can't actually find the treasure, not the traps, find the truth, not the lies, find the authenticity, no strings attached, on their own. It's not possible. They have to stay together to do that. That has been a present theme of the Fever Era short film. The fact they have so many lyrics about, let's burn together, let's go here together. I mean, in Say My Name, they said, if we're together, no down. On the answer, they ask, are all of you ready? Plus, the Fever short film ends, where they're all together. They all come together to start the next chapter together. And that message rings true throughout the new release as well. The language we, let's, not I'm going to enter a new world, we will enter the new world. We will shout loud enough that our message must be heard. This blew my mind when I realized it. The monologue called Dear Diary is dated July 29th, which is their new album's release date. It's July 29th again. And when you go back and reread or re-listen to the Dear Diary monologue, it really sums up all the themes I just talked about. 
skipping around a bit, but here are the quotes. Quote, one adult asked me, what is your dream? As if my dream explained who I am. When I said I had no dream, the look on the adult's face was like the child with no name. Walking on the same path as the last time, I continued my life with no expression. Many books tell me, look at the stars in the night sky and become the person who shines bright like those stars. But the stars that I looked up did not shine at all. So I continued to walk, looking down on the floor. Suddenly, a strange thing happened to me. As I was walking, a child came up to me and started talking to me. There was nothing on the floor to look at. Raise your head up. The child looked at me with a bright smile and had a pure glow from its face. But it seemed like this child had the same expression on its eyes as me. From that moment, we started to hang out a few times, turning up the music and dancing together. One by one, more children started to say my name. The path that I only walked with one person became a path to many. Slowly, the word I became ours. Wandering around with this unknown fever, as we looked above our heads, stars seemed to shine bright today, unquote. Lots there. There's the reference to this child who looks like him. So maybe his inner child, maybe it's just meant to represent how it's dawning on him how different he is now, how much more cynical, jaded as an adult, and how much he doesn't look like this sweet, innocent, optimistic kid anymore. His outlook on life is so different he can't recognize his younger self. Or he just relates to younger kids now and secretly wants to be a kid again in some ways. Look at the world through their eyes again. So he has this very teachable moment, and in this teachable moment, he learns how to see bright stars in the sky again. That inner spark is lit up, thanks to this kid. That realization of the beautiful world around him makes everything brighter. Simultaneously, this kid gets him to open up, and soon more and more kids want to hang out with him. So now this journey he has to go on is not daunting, and he's doing it with so much teamwork, so much support. The I becomes we. So the story is about togetherness, finding out who you truly are, and always have been deep down, and how to rekindle that fire. And that's why they have so many lyrics, particularly in this new release, even more than usual. Referencing eyes, open your eyes, stop staring at the ground, stop narrowing your gaze, really look at the world in the face, and you'll be surprised how much you like it and how welcoming it can be. I also love this monologue in its significance because of the reference to their happiest memories being him and this kid hanging out listening to music. Because the power of music is a huge part of their story as well. Not just because it's music that they do for a living, but also there's the short film where Yosan talks about feeling trapped like a bird in a cage and the violin falls before him. It's a very symbolic scene in violin class when birds start breaking out of cages, trying to free themselves. The impact of music on our actions seems to be referenced again in the new song, Gorilla, when they say music is the weapon. This monologue also reminds me of a previous release, Wonderland, where they say, Dream starts in the end, wings spread, forever child like Peter. Feeling like you can start a new, exciting, passionate journey in life by tapping into your inner child like Peter, presumably referencing Peter Pan. I find very notable the list of terms on the new track, Propaganda. A lot of them are repeated, but not all of them. Here are the ones that are not repeated, they just say it once. Hatred, repression, contradict, betray, cruelty. 
Here's what is repeating. Lies, control, rules, numb, emptiness, selfishness, surveillance, and control. I feel like some were repeated and others weren't intentionally. I'm still figuring out what I think it all means, but I do think terms repeated are the ones most prevalent in their story still. The others are more so the obstacles they've sort of conquered. Betrayal, repression, hatred, cruelty. Maybe they feel like they're past that. They also similarly listed some terms in the outro over the horizon. Desire, obsession, fear, hesitation, trauma, frustration, distortion, and self-hatred which is now referenced on this list as just hatred. So that's something to think about too. In the Fever short film, Sun Hua's chapter is when he says, what I didn't have, what I really needed, and then he finds a silver ring. Now they have a whole song with ring symbolism called The Ring. They say one ring to rule them all, one ring to break them all. And I think the rings are kind of one of their symbols of their unity, their we're all in this together mentality, their shared rings. Here's one of my favorite parallels to a past release. Answer. They reference making bluish light, like the hottest light there is, and having burning eyes. Now on Cyberpunk, they mention blue blood and red eyes again. They say blue blood, red tears. My existence itself is a doubt. That red and blue seems notable, but now they're feeling like things have lost meaning. So they're revisiting the discussion in answer, but trying to do so digitally with the song Cyberpunk, and that's when they feel like it lost its meaning. Couple more things that really brought home to me how much this new 80s release ties in well with the others. The flags continue to be so notable. In Say My Name, the flag was red. In Wonderland, it was black, but then white with black stripes. In Fireworks, it was white. So from red to black and white to white, now in the new video, they're red and black. So it's almost like a mirrored effect, because you had red, then white and black, now we have black and red. And I think that is part of the message is they're closing the loop. They are going back to where it all began. Their mission is back in phase one of a new chapter. And this time they are controlling more. So in some past videos, they've had a classroom setting, you know, books, papers, the lot. Now all the papers are just flying through the air. They're just debris to them now. And they continue to hint at criticizing, putting people into boxes, stifling creativity with certain ways of approaching academics. That seems to be a continued critique in their work, hinted at because at the very end of the new video, there's a guy caught on surveillance footage trying to break through a gate wearing a Prestige Academy badge. So someone's trying to kind of break the rules now. They're forced to find some way to express their individuality that has been stifled in school. Needing to represent yourself in some way also explains in the new video the spray paint. Lastly, I would note that ATs previously said the Zero series was meant to be a prequel series of sorts. So the new album, The World Episode 1, is really Chapter 1. Everything else was part of Chapter 0. And besides that, I also think they went from zero to just talking about the world, as opposed to the expected zero, one, two, etc. It's because it wasn't so much about the number as the fact that it's a zero, a circle, like the world. Maybe an out there theory, but you never know. The zero could have been what they realized represents not a number, but just the world. 
And then they can realize now, going forward, how to use what they've learned about themselves to apply it to the world. They realized, oh yeah, what happened in phase zero is also what will happen in the world. We can now learn that was a practice round. Now we can learn how to deal with that stuff. Because we know who we are. We know the importance of teamwork. And so we can win every battle going forward. These are just my first day thoughts. I will have many more over time, I'm sure, as I sit with this new album. But well done, ATs. You continue to really impress with your prolific philosophical storytelling. I get a lot of thought-provoking value out of it, so I hope you do too, and that this episode helped you better appreciate their work. You can catch up on more of my previous thoughts about their work on the episodes called ATs' Wonderland and ATs' Return. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. The World, Episode 1, Movement, the new 80s album, out now. And I'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye, everybody!